are the rookie phenoms. We have an okay show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb. What up, people? And the reason it's not an amazing show today and just an okay show is today is Webb's NBA mock draft. And I'm not doing one this year because I embarrassed him so badly a few years ago. So it's his turn. I hope you enjoy it. You probably won't, but you might. Who knows? Webb, how do you feel about this statement? How I feel about all your statements. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Top notch. Okay. Good stuff. Um, Genius. Honestly, you impressed me with the level of just ridiculousness and, and the comments that you make. It's an art. It honestly is. I don't get enough credit for how ridiculous I am, right? No, you don't. I say things sometimes that surprise me. That's how funny and geniusly I am. I make up words like geniusly. I'm basically the new Trump, minus the bad stuff. Yeah, I agree with you on the last thing you said. Minus the bad stuff. I'll take it. I'm a billionaire with great hair. Okay. Low bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we get to the mock draft, I just, we, we talked about Deshaun Watson a few weeks, a week ago. Uh, today it came out that he settled 20 of 24 or 26 civil cases. No figures have come out. And the NFL said they are not going to, this will not change the punishment portion of their investigation. I just wanted the listeners to know that information. You really don't know anything besides that they've settled 20 cases. Yeah. And I agree. It should not, with the NFL, it should not affect uh, the punishment. Yeah. And a uh, little side note John Wall has opted in for his player option. I think he's going to make $50 million roughly next year. So good for Houston to have that contract on the books. You know what? I did not realize. Maybe I forgot. Maybe I knew and forgot. But he's a clutch client. Not surprised at all. Uh, it's just not a good luck for them. Even though John Wall's done nothing wrong, really. Uh, this, this is, is Houston's fault. Yeah. It's Houston's fault. Not their... John Wall's willing to play. It's Houston. Yeah. Or Washington. John... Washington gave him, gave him the contract. But um, yeah. Houston traded for it, and yeah. he's willing to play, and he's not terrible at basketball. He's pretty good. He's fine. Yeah, he put up 20-7 and seven, uh, a couple years ago when he played. So Yeah, they're being stupid because they wanted a top pick this year and maybe next year for that French kid. But let's get to this draft right now, Webb. It's on Thursday. I can't wait for it. You, I assume, cannot wait for it. College basketball is one of your favorite things to watch. You have been in the lab cooking up this mock draft for weeks do you think it's going to be as good as mine was a few years ago what do you think i think my memory and your memory uh differs a little bit when it comes to your mock draft from a few years ago so i don't remember it the way that you do i remember it the way that it was which was not very good i had killian hayes going to detroit and my reasoning was detroit does stupid things they will mess this up and not take halliburton I'm a basketball genius. Web. How dare you discredit me like that? How dare you? Well, it's funny because I was uh, I was under the assumption that we were making the mock off who should be selected. No, it's not. That's, that's for fools. But this mock draft is who should <laughs> be taken. Correct. This is what you would do if you were if a team messed up somehow. You had pictures of an owner and you became general manager of a team. This is what you would do, correct? Uh, no, not in those words. But yeah, if I had my way and I could do it through legitimate means, yeah. I wouldn't take it for legitimate means. I want to be the shady GM who's bribing people and just being shady as hell. That's way more fun than being an honest person. You're ridiculous. It's like you don't listen to this podcast at all. Sorry, okay, Pete. the first round, 2022 
Webb mock draft. The Orlando Magic are on the clock. Start this draft off white, right, Webb. The Orlando Magic should select Jabari Smith forward from Auburn. Jabari Smith. So he is 19. He is six foot ten with a seven one wingspan. He is the number two player on former guest of ours, Sam Vecini's big board from the athletic. I suggest everyone sign for the athletic, by the way, you get this big board for free and all this draft information. It has helped me with my draft prep in a big way. Side note there, Jabari Smith though. Why do you have him for Orlando? What makes him a better fit than Chad or Paolo? So for me, um, and I kind of touched on this in the previous pod where we talked about team needs. Orlando was one of the worst scoring teams in the league. Um, and they made the fewest, some of the fewest free throws in the league and allowed the fifth most three-pointers um, per game. Uh, Jabari Smith, I think, can be a nice addition. Like you said, he's 6'10", forward, 19, so he still is going to grow into his body. 7'1", wingspan, versatile defender. He's not that physical, but he can shoot the ball. He averaged a 42% from three last year. Uh, field goal percentage wasn't that high. It was in the low 40s. But I think he can definitely help them with his scoring, with his ability to defend, um, and with his ability to make shots. Uh, he can definitely stretch the floor, and I think he's something that Orlando needs and could use. Uh, I'll get into why I have him over the other two most common prospects. So I, I do – I have killed Chet a little bit on this show. But you know me. I'm a sucker for narrative and a prisoner of the moment. I must have forgotten – that Jalen Suggs and Chet have played together since third grade. And that Jalen Suggs' father basically taught Chet how to play basketball. And do you think that pairing them together in the NBA could be a good idea for Orlando? Like having these guys who know each other so well, this could be the future for the team. You don't think that's a possibility? I think that might work out better in football than basketball, uh, just in how it plays out. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying to completely change the stance on chet because of that i think that's uh risky so i so i would say no i'm not uh, i'm not in that that camp you don't think player cohesion matters good to know let's move <laughs> on to the second pick web it's the oklahoma city thunder they have i think 115 picks over the next few years who are they going to take to join this young nucleus paulo banchero forward from Duke, um, that's who they take, or who they should take, I should say. Paula Bacero is 19. He is six foot 10, seven one wingspan, and recently was at an F Formula F1 race and was confused for Patrick Mahomes, which made me laugh <laughs> very, very hard. Uh, I laugh, but I'm, is, sorry, but I'm offended slightly. To be, if you look at them. If you didn't know Paolo was like seven inches taller, you could kind of see it with the hair. But I was like, that's a pretty big stretch. No, Coop. No. Eh, it wasn't It wasn't the craziest comparison I ever heard, but I was pretty shocked by this. Just the hair. I don't see it, Coop. You're a bad person. Right. I didn't make the comparison. I didn't say it was him. I know what Paolo looks like sometimes. Ah, he looks like Patrick Mahomes. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, Paolo is my favorite player in this draft, by the way. Do you think he – what do you see his upside as in Oklahoma City? Are they going to be trading him in three years just to keep getting more picks? 
No, they're going to sign him to, um, I don't want to say rookie max, but somewhere in that vein, depending on how he plays, and then they'll trade him after that. Uh, you know, he's he can he can score, man. He's a, he's a very fun and flashy scorer. He can put the ball on the floor, like very very explosive. Almost, I wouldn't say the opposite of Jabari Smith, but sort of complementary to Jabari Smith on the offensive end. He is a thirty-two percent three-point shooter, seven almost eight rebounds a game. I like Palomar. I think he's gonna be a really good NBA player. Okay, I like him too. Sorry, I sent him to the wasteland. Seriously, it's not bad. Number three, the Houston Rockets are up next. Their team is a dumpster fire. They have Jalen Green, uh, Sengun, and that's basically it. What are they going to do at number three, Webb? Jaden Ivey, guard, Purdue. I like this pick. I like you going outside the box. That's smart. That makes sense to me. They need a point guard to play with Jalen Green, and you're against Chet for reasons that we'll get into with your upbringing. What did you think here, Webb? Like, what made you choose him over Chet? You like that one? <laughs> so I just want to remind the listeners, this is not necessarily what I think will happen, but this is what I think should happen. And I think Houston, uh, especially having multiple picks in the first round, needs to get the best guard um, or the best point guard prospect um, in the class. Uh, this team, Houston, was bad. I talked about it before. I'm not going to get into too many details, but or bad in a lot of areas, particularly in assists. And that's where Jaden Ivey can fill in nicely. I think Houston has more to offer than just uh, uh, Jalen Green and and and, and Sengun. I think uh, KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr. is nice. Nice option on the offensive end. I like Kevin Martin, uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. a lot. Um, I like Josh Christopher. I think this team is solid. They just shipped Kristen, Christian Wood out to a team that can actually win, win some games. So I think... Having a nice backcourt with Jaden Ivey, he's 6'4", he's a little slender and very explosive and can make this team um, a very fun team to watch. And he's 20 years old. I I kind of like the athletes that are a little older. Uh, We have some young guys in this draft, some guys who haven't even turned 19 yet. Um, I'm really excited about this prospect and, and about the future in Houston. Okay, everybody, you heard it here first. Webb is a sucker for an older man. Number four, the Sacramento Kings are up next, Web. What are you going to do here for Sacramento? Chet Holmgren, center Gonzaga. So Chet is a very interesting prospect. He is seven feet tall with a 7'6 wingspan. Maybe the best pure shot blocker we've had in a few years coming out of this draft. He's kind of an interesting guy. Some people have him as the number one player. I've seen him as low as three. You have him going fourth. Why do you think Sacramento takes the leap here on Chet? So I had Chet much I wouldn't say much lower, lower than this. Um, but you know what? With all the accolades, all the attributes, like you say, seven seven feet tall, seven six wingspan, blocked almost four, uh, almost had four blocks a game, three point seven. Could hit the three. He's very agile. You know, these are great things you see in highlights. And 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 Chet did a lot. Um, in college, uh, a lot of people compare him to, to Porzingis. I see Chris Bosch. I see Kevin Garnett. I see Rafe LaFrance. I see a number of players, uh, in addition to KP, that uh, that he can uh, he really sort of emulates. Um, but I think Sacramento does this because they have Sabonis now. They can put him at the four. Have Chet now, who on the defensive end will complement Sabonis very nicely and can still stretch the floor. 
hopefully this can be a difference maker in Sacramento. Sacramento was, uh, if not the worst defensive team, the second worst defensive team in the entire league. They were a joke. I think Chet, even at his worst, can change that around the rim. You know, force defense, force uh, players to to adjust their shot. He can. Uh, he's a huge difference maker, and um, at least on the defensive end, and he'll he'll probably be one of the higher shot blockers, at least in the rookie class. And uh, I'm sure he will, on the analytics end, be you know one of the uh, difference makers when it comes to uh, uh, finishing at the rim. He's gonna he's gonna make it difficult. So here's where I am with Chet right now. I think he will never be an NBA superstar, the best guy on a title team, but I could see him being the second or third best guy on a really good team. He's a really strong defender. He can shoot the open three. He's just not a 25 a night guy. He's never going to score 27 a game. I think he's probably like a 17 point scorer. So taking him here, I think he has an upside, but I think he's kind of a safe pick too. I think you know what you're going to get here as long as the health stays. I think it should. Yeah, that's another that's a knock against him, right? The the slender frame. But my thing is like so you're bringing him in and you can bring him in as a specialist, right? Or this 3 and D guy. Um, you know, because he's so agile, he can be all over the court. He can really be a threat offensively and defensively. He moves very well. Cuts he moves way well. better than I thought he was going to. <clears throat> I thought he was going to be stiff and he's actually really agile. I was surprised yeah. by this. Yeah. And, and and that's going to be great. They still have uh some good playmakers there, so I think this can help. I had another player here initially, and I changed my mind because I said this would be a nice pairing with Sabonis. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they do have one thing in common, so maybe they can bond over that or something. They're very tall. Let's go with that, sure. Okay, number five, the Detroit Pistons are up. Who's going to join Cade Cunningham in Detroit, Webb? This is one of my favorite prospects, Keegan Murray forward from Iowa. So Keegan Murray is number eight on Sam Vicente's big board. He's a forward. He's 21 years old. He is six foot eight with a six eleven wingspan. So you kind of have him as a wing guy who can play good defense on the outside. That makes sense for Detroit. They could use that in a big way. Yeah, I, I don't mind uh, some of the pieces they have in Detroit. Uh, they can keep Jeremy Grant. Kay Cunningham, I think he's going to be a beast next, uh, next season if he can stay healthy. Keegan Murray, uh, Again, a little bit older prospect. He's 21. Um, he's great in transition. Finishes very well. Um, numbers on the year, 55, uh, 55% um, from the field, almost 40% uh, from three. Good post game, good great footwork. Um, and averaged almost two blocks a game. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about this prospect, and I think he'll fit in nicely. Good choice. I like that fit, too. Okay, number six, the Indiana Pacers are up next. They traded Sabonis out last season. They brought in Tyrese Halliburton, and all reports are Malcolm Brogdon is about to be on the move. What do you have Indiana doing here, Webb? Benedict Matara, uh, wing, guard forward out of Arizona. So Benedict is Sam Vicente's number five player overall. He is 20 years old and he is six foot six. I think wings are going to go a lot earlier than we expect this year, Webb. You see that a lot of value in the wings here? Yeah, uh, particularly particularly if they can uh, spread the floor and, and defend. Uh, this prospect, not not that sold on as, as a defender, but you can score straight off the ball. You're good in transition. He can hit the three. 
He averaged uh, over 17 points a game last year. And Indiana can go in a number of ways, but I think with with uh, Maturin still um, available, and like you said, Brogdon's likely out the door. Um, I think this is I think it's a good a good move for them. I really liked Chris Duarte last year. He played really well for them. I think he was the 13th pick, an older guy as well. He gave them really good minutes. I was impressed with him. Another Canadian, yes. So we do, baby. Okay, number seven, the port. We win championships. Okay, Andrew Wiggins wins championships. <laughs> I've always said it. He's a winner. Can't take that away from him. Never, unless you're Reggie Bush or you kill your wife. The Portland Trailblazers are up next at pick number seven. They took the Heisman from OJ. That's a good joke. Who is Portland going to take at number seven, Webb? Shaden Sharp, guard, Kentucky. Shaden Sharp is 19 years old, 6'5", so a pretty big guard. Do you think his mom saw Shannon Sharp's name and thought, I like that? Like, What, what do you like here about Shaden Sharp? I think he's the biggest mystery in this class, at least in the first round. But like you said, he's 6'5", has a 7-foot wingspan. Great athlete, can create his own shot. Um, very explosive. I think that would be a nice pairing with Dame Lillard. They can go a number of directions here. And, and if they're going in the guard direction or the wing direction, they wouldn't have to get sharp because uh, um, he didn't really play for Kentucky last year. And he's still young. So it's a risk, but I think it's 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 high risk, high reward. And to make a splash, go with a player like this. Is he the Canadian that kept saying I was going to come back and then he never went back to Kentucky? That's Shaden Sharp? Yes. Okay. So he's a complete complete wild card. We have no idea what he's going to do. Toss-up, 100%. What I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> but sounds, the, like a but... Portland, sounds like a Portland move. Exactly. Okay. The New Orleans Pelicans are up next. They have Zion Williamson. They've got CJ McCollum. They've got Brandon Ingram. Who is going to join Zion in New Orleans next season? Ooh, cool. Dyson Daniels. Wing out of the G League and Ignite. So from the G League. So he's 19. He's a 6'7 wing. I like those numbers. I think they could use a wing beside Brandon Ingram. That makes some sense to me. What's his game like? So that's the thing. It's versatile. Um, great defender. Good playmaker. I think he could even run the point, uh, you know, at times. So they have that flexibility with him. He's not a really good shooter. 6'11 wingspan is very promising um and like i said he's a really good defender so i think this is what new orleans needs um and i think it'll be fun i think he'll be really fun new orleans was fun without zion last year if we bring in zion and bring in dyson daniels i think this team is going to be must-see tv i like the sound of that that sounds like a lot of fun okay good choice web the san antonio spurs are picking nine i'm sure you're going to give them a player that is very talented but which 19-year-old Canadian are they going to take here that no one's ever heard of, Webb? Um, it's in, I'll tell you who I had the Spurs taking initially. So uh, AJ Griffin, uh, forward from Duke. This is who I have him taking. Or who they should take, sorry. So he's 18. He's six foot six. You have him just going for the youngest guy possible. It's kind of small for a forward, though, no? Six, six for a forward. It's kind of interesting choice for the Spurs. And the Spurs have enough forwards. But this guy, I couldn't. I couldn't pass on him. Uh, 6'11 wingspan, one of the elite shooters in the class, uh, solid defender. I think you just take him here. I think, you know, he's he's one of the BPAs. 
And I think he could be a nice addition to the Spurs. And they have multiple picks in the first round. So I, my rule of thumb is when you have multiple picks, you can be a little bit more um, uh, risky, a little bit more uh, flexible. Kevin Clark from The Ringer has his comparison as Jalen Brown or TJ Warren. So that's pretty. that's a pretty good company to be in. I agree. Okay. Oh, wait, sorry. For the eighth pick, we didn't mention that. That was the Lakers pick, right, that you guys gave away? So you don't have any picks this year. Is that correct, the listeners? That is correct, Coop. However, we will be acquiring whoever Orlando selects at number one. Enjoy, chat. Okay, at number 10, who are the Washington Wizards going to take, Web? Jalen Duran, uh, forward slash center out of Memphis. So interesting choice. He's 18. He's six foot 11 with a gigantic seven foot five wingspan. Is he a very talented shot blocker? Is that what he does best? Yeah, like he can definitely play defense. He's not he, he's not the best shot blocker in the class, but he's very athletic. I think he has some a little bit of court vision as well for a big man. High motor. Uh, that wingspan that you mentioned is is freakish, um, but I think he's very raw on offense. But he has a nice size on him, 250 pounds. Uh, and he's definitely a rim runner. It'd be interesting to see him in, in D.C. Apparently, he has shades of DeAndre Jordan to his game, which is a very useful player before he became 30 years old. <laughs> he's awful now, let's be honest. Yes. Okay. The New York Knicks are picking 11th. Who are they going to take, Webb? Malachi Brenham, guard out of Ohio State University. Okay, so this is the first time your pick has really went left from San Vicente. They have... He has him at number 21 on his big board. A 19-year-old wing, 6'5", with a 6'10 wingspan. What made you have him jump up your board? Why is he so high for you? Uh, I think he's a very dynamic um, shooter, at least from outside. He's deadly. He averaged almost 42% from three. 83% um, free throw shooter and shot almost 50% from the field. Uh, he could score the basketball. He played on a fun team, um, and I think they had a solid uh, a solid class of guys that are going to get drafted this uh, this draft. Um, and I think New York needed someone to help them score. Like they were uh, one of the worst scoring teams in the league, bottom five in points per game. Yeah, it turns out relying on Julius Randle to be thirty point a night guy again was probably not a great idea because Derrick Rose was your best scorer last season. <laughs> I think they paid uh, Jules all that money. New York's always thinking, Leon Rose, no one ever accused him of being dumb. <laughs> uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder picking again at number 12 and a, clip, and a pick they got from the Clippers. What are they going to do here, Webb? Oche Agbaji, guard out of Kansas. So Oche is 22 years old. He is a 6'5", can be a guard or a wing with a 6'10 wingspan. That's a good choice for them because they like accumulating those kind of guys. Makes sense for them. What's his game yeah, like? He's a good shooter. Uh, he's also very explosive. He can attack the, the, the paint and, and attack the glass. Um, he, uh, I'm very I'm very encouraged by his game. Um, again, one of the more mature players in age. Like you said, he's 22. I watched him for a, a little while in Kansas. In Kansas. Um, I think he's going to at least make them fun to watch. I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago or a week ago that OKC could use some some scoring, some shooting as well. So uh, Paolo and uh, Agbaji, I think that's a pretty good draft so far. That's a really solid start, starting unit for them. That makes some sense. All right, Webb, let's move on to number 13, the Charlotte Hornets. 
They've got LaMelo Ball. They have no head coach because Kenny Atkinson said no weight. What are they going to do here at number 13? Uh, Jeremy Sojan, uh, forward out of Baylor. I am surprised you had him fall this far. They have him at number six on Sam Bassini's big board. Good player. He is a 19-year-old wing, six foot nine, great defender. Why do you have him fallen so far? I think because he sh- he showed um, flashes. He he played off the bench uh, for Baylor mostly, um, and 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 sometimes you know I know he's a great defender, but I think you'll find other guys like him. Um, Charlotte has multiple picks, so I thought it was worth while for them to, to roll the dice. But another team, maybe not so much. Interesting decision. Okay, uh, just so you know, Kevin Clark agrees with you. He has him at number thirteen on his big board. So Kevin and Sam might need to fight. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay. The last pick in the lottery, number 14, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who are they going to take here, Webb? It looks like Colin Sexton's about to leave. Darius Garland and Evan Mobley are the future. Who is joining them? Johnny Davis, guard, Wisconsin. I like that pick very, very much. He's 20, six foot six. I think he's a really good player, Webb. I like that choice for him. Good choice there. Why do you have him going to Cleveland, though? Um, he's a great defender. I think they can use someone, uh, you know, on the perimeter to help slow down some of those guards that they have in the East. Um, he can make some shots that are head scratching sometimes. He's not a good shooter, but he can put the he can put points up. Obviously, uh, he averaged nineteen point seven points per game, and he's a good rebounder for his size. He he, he was. Uh, bringing down 8.2 rebounds per game. Um, so I think that's really impressive for someone at his height and size. He is six foot four. It is insane that that is a small man in the NBA. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the, the, well, the heights are weird. I, I've seen him listed as 6'6". Six, six. You see him as 6'4". It, it, it's weird sometimes. Once the combine happens, they have different heights and different things are... are, are, are Maybe is it with sure. shoes? Is it with not shoes? Yeah, they yeah. kind of play with the yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I think I saw Shaq at seven foot three once in or in LSU or Orlando. I was like, Shaq's That's not seven three. He's maybe seven one, but let's calm it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That ends the lottery. Those are basically the only picks that matter. So we're going to go a little faster now because non lottery picks are always failures, correct? <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. <laughs> Name one non-lottery player that's been good. Name one. I have to think about it. Jokic. Definitely You're welcome. I mean, Jokic is the second round, so like I wasn't thinking that far, but um, I have to think about that. Yeah, I'm a basketball I'm genius. At number 15, the Charlotte Hornets are picking again their second pick in the last three picks. Who are they going to take to pair with Jeremy Sochan? Uh, Jaden Hardy, guard out of the G League Ignite. Is that the third G- oh J Jalen or Jaden? Jaden. Jaden, okay. That's the second Jaden. And if we include Jalen's, there's three. That's way too many. There may be more. <laughs> okay. Uh Jaden Hardy is 19. He is six foot four with a six foot eight wingspan. Why do you like him joining the backcourt with LaMelo Ball? I like him as insurance for LaMelo. Uh you know, he's he's a professional scorer, put up almost 20 points a game last year. Um, can't shoot the ball that well, but he's a great 
ball handler. He can dribble the ball very well. Like you mentioned, he's very lengthy in terms of his of his wingspan. Um, and I think he's going to be fun. If those two are on the court together, I think it could be very fun. Okay, very good. Um, at number 16, the Atlanta Hawks are up. And before you get to the pick, I just want to mention that it was on this day, this exact day, just a few years ago, Atlanta chose to take Trey Young instead of Luka Doncic. These world-class buffoons. Webb, who are they going to take here? Are they going to redeem themselves in the eyes of the NBA community? I support that, that pick with Trey. Trey's been great. Um, has he been Luka? I mean, both of them have zero rings so and zero finals appearances. So Come on. I'm okay with that. Come on. Trey's if you were starting great. a team, who would you take, Trey or Luka? I think Luka because of the size. That's it. And that's, that's exactly it. why Atlanta should have done the same thing. He didn't fit the culture. Ridiculous. He's good at basketball. I'm still enraged by this. Sacramento, Phoenix, you're all getting the smoke today. Luka forever. Who is Atlanta taking number 16, Webb? <laughs> um, Usman Dang, 6'10", forward from the New Zealand Breakers. Okay, so he is 6'10". He's 19 years old. Is he? Does he have a lot of experience in international basketball? Why do you think he's a good fit with Atlanta? Can play a multitude of positions. Can attack the basket. Versatile defender. He's a little thin, only 185 pounds. And he's young, so hopefully he can bulk up, um, stay in the gym. But I think if if they trade John Collins, they need someone like this. They have DeAndre Hunter, who is basically just a three and D guy, just sits in the corner basically, <laughs> and 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 uh, and shoots the three ball. But like. Uh, he can, Dan can be more dynamic and it'd be fun to see Trey throwing some lobs to him and I think he can be a difference maker. It's a risk though. Okay. Well, good, good pick. I like guys coming out of New Zealand. It'd be fun there. Who was the guy that Utah took it before? Dante Exum. Is that Australia or? Yeah, I think he was Australian. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Number 17, the Houston Rockets are up next in a pick they got via the Nets. Who are they going to take with their second pick in round one? Mark Williams, center, Duke. My guy. Yes. So Mark Williams is, I I think, comically underrated. He's 20. He has a legit seven foot two with a seven, seven wingspan. I like this pick, Webb. I don't think they make it because they love Alperin Sengun, but I like the pick there. You can play beside him very easily. Yeah. I don't think you don't make the pick because of Sengun. They can, you know, Play both of them or see which one you know works out better. Throw Sangoon to the four. Uh seven seven wingspan, two point eight blocks per game, shot blocking freak, uh can score inside. And he's he's huge. Like you said, he's seven two, two hundred and forty two pounds. I think this is what Houston needs. Some physicality. I mean, the only reason I said that is because apparently they traded Christian Wood. Because they wanted Sangoon to play a lot more. I think this makes a lot of sense for them. I just think Houston would not be smart enough to do it. Houston is not as smart as you, Webb, obviously. Obviously. And you are not as smart as me. Okay, number 18, the Chicago Bulls are up next, Webb. Derrick Rose is gone. Zach Levine might be gone. They've got Nikola Vucevic and a lot of question marks. What are they going to do at 18, Webb? Tari Eason, forward out of LSU. Webb loves an older man. He is 21, six foot eight with a seven two wingspan. Is he an elite defender? I think Chicago needs some defenders. They do. And he's not a bad shooter either. So that helps. 
He improved his game over the last year. So uh, it's a knock. He fits in with Demar and everything. You he'll, he'll play well with those guys. Oh yeah, I think so. Uh, um, he came off the bench at LSU, but he still put up on, uh, about 17 points per game, 80% from the free throw line, and averaged almost two steals per game and a block per game. I think this guy's all over this, the, the, the stat um, the stat categories in the box score. I think he's going to be fun. The thing I like most about you, Webb, is you were looking for the word box, sco- box score and you couldn't think of it, so you said stat categories instead. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Number 19, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have Anthony Edwards, now a movie star. They have Carl Anthony Towns. Unfortunately, they still have D'Angelo Russell. What are they going to do here, Webb? I tie Washington, guard Kentucky. I love this pick because it means D'Angelo may be on his way out. Could he facilitate the ball for Edwards and Towns? Is that what he's best at? Yeah, that's what he is. He's he's a passer um, first. He can also score the basketball, and he plays well off the ball. So I think he'd fit in very nicely. That is very good because Anthony Edwards does like having the ball in his hands, and I think he is the future of the NBA. So I like someone that can kind of stay, stay away from him and not get in his way. That makes some sense. But good choice there. Okay. At number 20, the San Antonio Spurs are up in a pick they got via the Raptors. Who is going to join A.J. Griffin, the pick 20 to the San Antonio Spurs web? E.J. Liddell, forward out of Ohio State. Okay, so E.J. is 21 years old. He is six foot seven with a seven-foot wingspan. What does he do so well that will make him a good fit in San Antonio? They like a certain kind of guy. Yeah, and, and, and you know, the biggest knock against him, I think, is his size. He was a big, basically, in college. He's not going to be a big in the NBA. He can score very well. Very good scorer. Um, even improved his shot a little bit over the last year. I watched him uh, a couple years ago uh, in the tournament. Put up 19 points a game. 37% from threes, not too bad, and uh, over two blocks a game. So I'm I, I'm excited with by his prospects, and I think he'll be at the worst depth for the Spurs. Lord knows they could use some depth. Okay, at 21, the Denver Nuggets are up. Who are they going to pair with future MVP Michael Porter Jr.? Uh, Dalen Terry, wing out of Arizona. So Dalen Terry is 19. He is six foot seven with a seven one wingspan. Uh, Sam has him listed as a guard wing. I think this is the exact kind of player they need beside Jokic. What does he do so well that makes him a good fit in this team? Defense. Uh, and I think that's crucial for Denver. Uh, he can facilitate, take some of the load off, off of Jokic. Like Jokic does literally everything. Um, he's, he's slim and he's not a good shooter, but he's sort of like a smart scorer inside the paint. And I think anything to take the weight off of Jokic's shoulders um, will help. So I like this pick. Obviously, I made it. Good <laughs> choice. Okay, 22. The Memphis Grizzlies are up in a pick they got from the Jazz. What are they going to do here, Webb? Jalen Williams forward santa clara that is an interesting pick i've seen him much higher on some other boards that's very interesting let me find out where he is on sam vicini's sorry sam has him at number 18 for some reason i could not see that he has 21 six foot six guard seven two wingspan i heard he's a great defender and can play right away i think this is a good choice what makes him a great fit in memphis they have a lot of these guys yeah but they 
this guy can shoot the three and shoot the three pretty well, um, pretty efficient score. And 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 I think just uh, will hit all the categories. Potentially could be like a 50, 50, 40, 90, 80 guy, not, not 90, but um, that's sort of what he what he averaged in, in college. Uh, high basketball IQ and lengthy, uh, put up 18 points per game last year. So yeah, they have they have some guys like that, like a Dylan Brooks, and you know, but Dylan Brooks is also uh, a free agent coming up, so you're gonna want to get paid if if they want to let him go, which they probably won't. They have a little bit of insurance, and he deserves to get paid. So good for him. Okay, number 23, the Philadelphia 76ers are there. Who's gonna join Joel Embiid and the 250 million dollar man James Harden? Which that deal is definitely coming very shortly. Kofi Cockburn. Center out of Illinois. Good luck finding his name in Vicini's list because you'll have to go way down. I like how you prepared me for that. I appreciate that very much. So how tall is he? What does he do? Uh, he's seven feet tall, seven four wingspan. Um, he's just a guy that puts up 20 and 10, guaranteed double-double every single night. Not a great defender, but one of the most efficient players in the league. He put up 21 points a game last year and over 10 rebounds. He played with my boy, Iowa Desenu, um a couple of years ago in Illinois. Uh, he was great to watch, and he was fun to watch, and he's a high motor. Um, and he's 22, again, in that same sort of theme. I think he would be great depth on Philly, who was the second-worst rebounding team in the league. So I did find him on Sam's list. He is number 73, 22, a seven-foot guard with a 7'4 wingspan. I think I like most about you is you have Daryl Morey, maybe the most analytical gem in all of basketball, taking a guy who likely won't get drafted at number 23. That's why I respect you so much, Bob. You stick to your plan. I respect it very much. This is who I think they should take, by the way. Okay. You have a guy that can't play with Embiid. Smart move. I like it. I like it very much. It's insurance. They were a bad rebounding team. They're going to sign James Harden. They don't believe in insurance, all right? They are who they are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At number 24, the former NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks are up. Who should they take to pair with Giannis? And my boy, I don't care who says anything against him, Chris Middleton. Yeah, you were a day one Chris Middleton fan. I'm um, a stand. I'm his biggest stand for sure. Uh, Kendall Brown, wing out of Baylor. I have heard very, very good things about Kendall Brown. What made you think he was a great fit on Milwaukee? Uh, just some of the attributes that I heard. He's explosive. He's athletic. Uh, plays above the rim. Solid defender. Um, and is and is a decent three point shooter. I think Milwaukee has a lot of um, a lot of good things going for them. I think depth would really help, particularly someone who can score and someone who can play uh, D in case. Middleton or uh, uh, Drew Holiday get hurt again. And Vicini has him at number 35. He's 19, a six foot eight guard. I'm sorry, wing forward with a 6'11 wingspan. So hopefully the defense can get there as well. We all know Baylor is known for their defense and won them a national title. Okay, next up, we have the San Antonio Spurs and a pick they got from Boston for the Derek White trade. Who is San Antonio going to take at 25? Uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. forward out of Milwaukee. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is 19. He is 6'10 with a 7'2 wingspan. I like the sounds of that. 
What makes him a great fit on the Spurs? Uh, the size, the ability for him to um, put the ball on the floor and really, uh, I guess, uh, match up well, or, or, or sorry, be, be a, a mismatch on offense for some of the smaller wings. Um, solid score, not a bad shooter. This is the third pick that the Spurs have in the first round. I think he will help. So yeah, you have him joining AJ Griffin and EJ Liddell. So pretty good draft draft haul for the San Antonio Spurs. Okay, Houston is picking at 26 in a pick they got for Dallas in the Christian Wood deal. Who are they taking here to join at 17, Mark Williams, and at number three, Jaden Ivey? Yeah, so um, another player that I, I'm kind of starting to like a little bit more, um, just a little bit, uh, Nikola Jovic. Um, he is out of Serbia. Forward, slender he is, forward. He is team mega basket, nineteen six foot eleven, seven zero wingspan. I have heard really good things about this guy, by the way, and not just that his name sounds a lot like Jokic. I've heard he can play. It's too close to Jokic's name. Really is right. He needs to change it legally. Yeah, but yeah, he so, he, he, he fits in well with his team. Yeah, he can shoot, he can score, especially. Uh, so they would have who Jaden Ivey, Mark Williams, and someone now who can be a, 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 like a stretch four, maybe even stretch five, to put the ball on the floor. Um, he can shoot, he can score. Uh, liability on defense, but they're not they're not drafting him uh, for that purpose. So it definitely help this team. Houston got Mark Williams for defense. They don't need anything else. Yeah, they're good there. Okay, number twenty-seven, the Miami. Heat are up next. For some reason, I think they trade this pick for someone really, really good that we don't see coming. But in this mock, who are they going to take here, Webb? Uh, Kennedy Chandler, guard out of Tennessee. So he's number 36 on Vicini's big board, 19, six feet tall only, but with a 6'5 wingspan. You think he can play beside Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry is awful. I don't see why he couldn't start for Lowry <laughs> within a couple months. Um, averaged over two steals per game, 38% from three. Uh, he's quick, unlike Larry. Great defender, like Larry used to be. Um, and he's a pass first kind of floor general. Um, he's small and he can't shoot free throws very well, but I think you can improve at least the free throws. Um, hopefully, I think Miami desperately needs guard help. I think Lowry not being there against Boston really cost them. I think that makes a lot of sense. Bob. Good choice there. Okay. The pride of California, the best team in that state by far. Number 28, the Golden State Warriors are up. They have a first round pick. They are the champions. The Lakers are losers and have no first round pick. Web, who are they going to take at number 28 here to join the champion, Steph Curry? Couldn't help it here. This is a guy that I really liked a lot. Uh, um, David Roddy forward Colorado State is he can he play besides Steph and Draymond is he a good fit in this offense I think he's a fantastic fit in this offense provided that they have him at the three or the small ball four okay, so he is number 62 on Vicente's big board he is 21 years old six foot six seven foot wingspan so I assume he is going to make his money on defense in the league and 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 his ability to shoot. He he put up 19 points a game last year. 
um, seven rebounds per game. So like he's not a big guy, but he's, he can he can bring down some boards. Uh, 44% from three and shot at, I believe, 57% from the field. That's not terrible. That sounds pretty good. I think Draymond could learn a thing or two from this guy. Makes some sense. <laughs> and, and, and like I said, he's, he's not a big guy, but he's a strong guy. Knocks against him are he's, no athleticism and, uh, you know, undersized. Yeah. The whole league's undersized now. It doesn't matter anymore. It's like there's like three seven foot centers that actually play that matter. Yeah. And they want a chip. So, unlike your Lakers. Number 29, the Memphis Grizzlies are up next. Who are they going to take here, Webb? Uh, I touched on this in my last um, pod, in the last podcast. Walker Kessler, center out of Auburn. Do you trust men named Walker? Because after Texas Ranger, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I do. Okay. He is a legit seven foot one with a seven four wingspan. Memphis could use some size. Stephen Adams is getting a little bit older. Is he a great defender? Can he kind of take Stephen Adams' place and they can move him at the door? How you're thinking here? Uh, not anytime soon because he's still raw. But he averaged four point six blocks per game last year, which is just pretty obnoxious. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that yeah. that'll play. Yeah, and I think although Memphis was like the best rebounding team or one of the best rebounding teams, I can't remember. Uh, they need some size. Makes sense. Okay, good choice there. With the last pick of Webb's NBA mock draft, at number 30, the Denver Nuggets are up at a pick they got from the Phoenix Suns. Who are they going to take here, Webb? Uh, Wendell Moore, forward Duke. Wendell Moore is six foot six with a 7-1 wingspan. He is 20 years old. I like gambling late in the first round on guys with pedigree. Duke, Kansas, Kentucky. This makes a lot of sense to me. But I like the choice here. Yeah, he can shoot the three, can defend. Really good defender, great three and D guy. I think um, if OKC doesn't screw this up and have one of the worst teams in the league again, I think with this class that they've drafted, there's there's you know promise for the future. So you think Denver has a chance here? You just said Oklahoma City for some reason. Oh, sorry, did I say OKC? Sorry, Denver. Sorry about that. I mean, Sorry, I was looking, I it was makes sense you would get the last pick <laughs> wrong in your mock draft. That makes a lot of sense, actually. No, no. I Sorry, I was looking at another portion of my sheet. So, yeah, Denver again. Um, <laughs> 50, 40, and 80 guy uh, in college. I don't know if it'll translate to that in, 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 in the pros, but I think I think that's promising. And, again, another guy to clamp down um, on some of the wings and the guards uh, in the West. So like this is I like the choice. Good choice. Very good draft. I like a lot of these picks. How many of them do you think will a- are actually realistic that could happen on Thursday? What What is your prediction here? How many picks do you see as being a real possibility? I mean, outside of the lottery. Um, so I see I see Jabari Smith. So that's one. <sighs> Give me a rough estimate on a number. I don't need the names. I don't know, five. So you think you're going to go five for 30, and that's something you celebrated. Good to know, Webb. Real 15% kind of guy. Good for you. Hey, man. Once one of those picks doesn't happen, it's the whole domino effect. So it's hard to get everything. You Got sound five like in, the NF, in the NFL you sound, draft. You sound like me post-NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to understand how things go. <laughs> Webb, I like it. I like your draft. It was very good. I'm going to keep this on file. So if any of these guys are terrible in the future, I can throw it back in your face or like say like, oh, congratulations. 
Patrick Baldwin Jr. just won the year league MVP. Good for you, buddy. Like I want to, I want to have that on file. Thank you. I appreciate it. I expect nothing less. I'm a classy guy. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. We are huge on verbal. Please, Bezos told me to mention Blue Horizon. That's his rocket company. He said if I don't plug it, he might send me to the moon. Web, I don't think I float. Gravity's my friend. Now you sound like Pennywise. You son of a bitch! How dare you? You too. It was terrifying. I, I I saw it in theaters and I hated every second of it. It was a nightmare. That book's a disgrace too. Everybody, read read the end of that book and tell me what Stephen King was going through. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back on Thursday with some more draft coverage. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night. Yeah.